Welcome to Practice Dirty, a podcast that helps women of color explore their inner well-being. I'm your host, Michaela Rose. I'm a mindfulness facilitator, podcaster, writer, and cowgirl. I've come to learn that there's an inward journey that begins at 40. This process of discovery isn't linear, and the work we have to do can be downright dirty. I'm here to help you along the way. Hello, everyone. It's Michaela. I'm back. And now, can you believe it? Episode three. So, you know, the first two were a little little intensive, a little heavy, but now they're going to become a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun. And this is honestly my favorite one in the series because this is about you. And this is going to give you a tool or a couple tools to start kind of thinking about and working on your relationship with food. So this is probably the one episode that if you need to listen to it a few times, I encourage you to do that because this one really is about reflection for your goals. So let's get into it. In our last episode, we talked about how our relationship with food became so broken. And in this episode, we're going to go through a series of exercises to help begin that healing process. So how do you begin to fix your relationship with food? Well, guess what? The first thing you have to do is stop. Stop reading books. Stop reading blogs. Unfollow all the so-called social media gurus. Just stop. And once you've taken a break from it all and had the chance to breathe, you can then come back and start to learn something new. Even with this podcast, pause here if you like. If you decide to keep listening, however, you should still take a break and then come back to this at a later date. Whenever you're ready, I'm here for you. But also, if you want to be a little defiant and keep going because you're just ready to get in this, let's do it. So the first thing you need to do is answer some simple questions. The first question I want you to ask yourself are, what are my health goals? After that, I want you to ask yourself, what do I want my relationship with food to be like? I'm sure you can think of several goals with relative ease. They could be something like, I want to have more energy. I want to start to change my body, whether that's losing some weight, if you want to gain more muscle. It can even be something like, I just want to sleep better. With that question, what are your goals? I want you to make a list as long or as short as you like. Just be sure these goals matter to you. They're not what someone else told you, and they're what you want. And after you've made this list, I then want you to write down your daily routine so that you can figure out how to achieve that goals in relation to what you do each day. So when it comes to the goal writing, you're going to need to do this for at least three days. So for over the course of three days, and you can do this for up to a week, I want you to keep track of your daily routine. Note your patterns. Write down the time you wake up, the things you do throughout the day, what you eat, when you eat it. I mean, everything. Like, detailed, boring, and you're probably going to hate it, but it's really, really, really awesome. So, Your notes should be very detailed. This exercise will help you identify your habits and patterns, especially as it's related to your relationship with food. Next, examine the notes that you've written, like critically but without judgment. Ask yourself questions like, what do I like and not like to eat? 
What are the things I do and do not want to eat? What are some of the things I typically find myself eating just out of habit? Am I actually hungry when I eat? This is, this is going to lead you into things where it's like from the foods that you want to eat, the things you like to eat, you may want to ask yourself, do I like to cook? Do I want to just simply purchase my food that I eat? And that's just, just kind of work through those and think about them and resonate and let, let them resonate. Let them kind of, my favorite term is marinate. Just let it marinate. From there, you want to then ask yourself whether your eating habits are kind of like are helping you achieve the goals that you work down because they're probably not. They're probably hindering them. So oftentimes our patterns become so unconsciously repetitive that we often don't realize that we do things or eat in the way that we do. We just do them out of habit. So next, I want you to take stock of your lifestyle. Ask yourself questions like, how do I spend the majority of my day? How active am I? Do I want to be more or less physically active? What type of things do I actually enjoy doing? What are things I don't enjoy doing? How do I feel when I am more active? And then how do I feel when I'm less active? I know it's a lot of questions, but it's going somewhere. Put this in a journal, write this on free-flowing paper, type it out, whatever you have to do. And after you've asked yourself those questions, the next set, I want you to ask yourself, what can I do to be healthier And what does healthy look like to me? So you want to write down your definition of healthy. Next, I want you to ask yourself, what does healthier look like to you? And I want you to write down your definition of healthy. From there, I want you to ask yourself the question of what does becoming healthier, according to your definition, how does that improve your life? Ask yourself that. So after you've written down your definition of what health looks like to you and how it can improve your quality of life, you also want to write down any limitations. And limitations could be related to time, could be related to money, it could be related to illnesses that you that you face because, let's face it, in order to make changes, you have to look at reality. From there, ask yourself, what can and am I willing to do to overcome some or all of these limitations? You can get creative depending on what it is. And if you have something you think is unique, again, send me an email. I have ideas all day long. So whether it is time, it is age, it could be illness. If you need a little bit of help to kind of get over this major hump, these two questions that are probably a big Goliath right now, I'm going to write you back. So contact me. I will do my best. And if I don't know it, I'm going to find you someone who does. So once you've kind of addressed hurdles and then written down some answers of how you can overcome them, I then want you to ask yourself another question. I know, who doesn't love writing answers to questions? Personally, I love them, but you may not. But thanks for you know working through this. We're going to keep going. But these are important. So now I need you to ask yourself, what will it cost you if you don't make these changes? Whether it's changes to your lifestyle, changes to your eating habits, what is it going to cost you? What is it? And look at it. And after that, then ask yourself, are the changes that you're making sustainable in the foreseeable future? Like once you've done it, whether, you know, it's going to be a process to get there, but once you've done it, can you maintain it? Do you want to maintain it? After that, say, can I do this myself or do I need help? 
Because guess what? Just by going through the questions that are on this list, I think we've probably gone through about 15 to 20. Uh, Check the show notes. They're all written down there in case you need a guide. It's going to give you a much clearer picture of where you're at in your health journey, where you're at in your relationship with food, and start and kind of give you a, a guide of where to go next. So that brings us to the ultimate question. How do we begin to fix your relationship with food? Well, to begin, you're going to have to change your beliefs and your behaviors. You're going to have to commit to yourself in a new way and interact with your food in a conscious manner. And just like I told you, it took me 10 years to master this. It may take you just as long. Yeah, and it's hard because I'm going to be honest with you, ladies, it's hard as hell. And it is not quick. There is no magic pill. There is no diet that is going to make all this happen overnight and you're just going to be a rock star. You're going to have to make the journey yourself. You're going to have to learn about the food you eat. You're going to have to learn about its impact on your body. And um, you've already started that just by listening to this podcast. And to uh, add more reality to it, you're also going to have to allocate some of your income to buying better foods. And I am not going to sit here and preach to you about, oh, organic and plant-based. If you want to, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you to eat real food. I, I want you to buy apples. Uh, if you'll eat spinach, buy that. I want you to buy real food that you want to eat. I don't care if it's conventionally grown. I don't care if it's grown in the U.S. or not. I just need you to start to incorporate food that is alive into what you're putting in your body so that you can increase and get the benefit of nourishment from an actual food source. This does not this means like stop walking down the center aisle cuz that's a that's a treat. That's not your day to day. Guess what? The good news is, is that you can if you need to allocate income, there's ways to do that. You can ditch eating out a couple times a month. You can give up alcohol and happy hour. I know, I just said it, but if you need a little extra cash just to buy real food or higher quality food, that's where you that's where you can get it. You can even get a subscription box to Imperfect Food if you don't have a grocery store around you. There you go. They'll, they'll mail you real food these days. It's pretty awesome. And you know what? You're going to also have to spend some time preparing your food. Yep, you're going to have to cook. So fortunately, there's tons of amazing recipes and great sites on online. There are YouTube videos that make prep less confusing and less painful. But to some degree, you are going to have to prepare what you eat. If, especially if cost is an issue. You can buy rice. You can buy really awesome beans. You can buy some decent cuts of meat if you eat meat. You can also choose not to. Check the book. I have a whole thing about proper protein if you don't eat meat. Um, but you can also incorporate real foods that you can get at the grocery store at the same time without breaking the bank And um, if money isn't an issue, you can also go over to the blog because we wrote about the best meal delivery services. And again, you can have that stuff ordered, prepared and shipped to your house. So whatever spectrum you're on, you need cost effective, you can do it. If you need totally prepped, you can do that too. But there is allocation of income to better food, but there's also some preparation work involved. So if you're not willing to allocate money and you're not willing to allocate a little bit of time to prep, Guess what, honey? I can't help you. And I'm just going to tell you that right now. So anyway, thanks for tuning into this episode. The next one, we're going to get a little bit more granular. We're going to talk about 
what nutritional requirements actually are. And uh, we're going to start getting into little topics like alcohol, sugar, food allergies, and even supplements. So uh, just going to give you some context. So tune in. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practice Dirty. Please support this podcast by subscribing on iTunes or Spotify and leaving us a rating. If you're looking for the best self-guided mindfulness and discovery tools available for women over the age of 40, head over to MichaelaRose.com. I'll see you next time.